Welcome everyone to episode 16 of the Looks Like a Movie podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm here with Doug and Owen. Today we're going to be talking about the new movie, The Pope's Exorcist. There were a lot of new releases this weekend, but that's the one that we all saw. So that's the one we're going to talk about. Um, We're also going to be adding some new stuff to the episodes, talking a little bit about some film and TV news and just going over some of our favorite movies that we watched in the past week. Um, as always, share the episode, like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Follow our Twitter at the link in the description. And we can start by talking about what we watched this past week. We'll we'll go with um, some of the other new releases first. We can, we can talk about Mafia Mama and Renfield a little because two of us have seen both of those movies. <laughs> um, yeah. Or, or two of each of us, I should say, for, for each movie. Um, Let's start with Renfield, I guess, because that's definitely the, the the bad one of the bunch. Um, yeah. Oh, and you want to talk about it? Because um, I know you hated it even more. Yeah, I, I think Renfield was something that was bothering me ever since it kind of um, started getting more mentioning and traction and trailers and stuff. Because I, I do think I remember on our like upcoming 2023 release, like I think I mentioned that I was excited for it reasonably. Um, I wasn't one of the yeah. movies that I did like, well, I, I think I, I could enjoy this in a possible world. Um, I think like vampires and Dracula and stuff, that is stuff that I'm interested in. Um, so it, it, it could have been a layup. Um, and I like Nicolas Cage a lot. Nicolas Cage is one of my favorite actors. I think Nicolas Cage as Dracula is perfect casting. I think that's great. Um, I think everything else is a mess. And that really annoyed me. Um, it's very much like trying to be a superhero movie. It's like, it's it's weird. I think tonally, it's it's a mess. Um, it's a, it's just an action movie with Dracula kind of shoomed in there. Uh, it's weird. I'm not a fan. Yeah, interesting that you say Nicolas Cage because like I feel like Nicholas Holt was like kind of thing. That yeah, I, I think he's I film. think he's good in the movie as well. I I it's like I think I like it. I it's a movie that I was like weirdly I was like oh I think I like Nicholas Holt. I don't like yeah. this movie at all. I yeah. there was a movie I was like, oh, I could I could see Nicholas Holt in other things, and I'd like him in there. But it was like, this just movie isn't working. Um, yeah, when I saw him in this, when I saw him in this, I was like, this is actually somebody who I'd want to see be the lead yeah. in more movies. No, he's very um, charming in uh, Renfield. Yeah, no, he's cool. But I I mostly agree with you. I don't hate it as much as you did because I I guess it had a couple of moments that I was like, oh, this is okay. But yeah. um, it often just brought me back to like being a bad movie i think i think the the part that like sometimes when movies do this it almost like it's like it just like rubs it in a little bit because they have like those moments where it's like where you think you're watching a cool movie and then you go back (laughs) to the rest of the movie and you're like oh no wait this sucks and that yeah that sucks a little extra i feel like i don't (laughs) want to talk too much about it but i it, it did make me laugh i like i did laugh at parts it's not the worst movie of the year by any means it's just not good at all yeah, that's just that. No, I, I agree. I think, um, and then, oh, right, you didn't so see it, did you? A, a thing about Renfield too that I think is kind of interesting that we should have probably been smarter to identify as a red flag is how Renfield <laughs> um came out in fucking April, and not October. Yeah. Uh, the why did the vampire movie come out in April? That's crazy, yeah. Right. Like. <laughs> yeah. What is um, like the movie's like almost hands high vampire in the way that it's like trying to make it like some other. It's like weird. I don't know. It feels yeah. very much like we're trying to do a different movie, but there's vampires at the same time. Have either yeah. of you seen what we do in the shadows? 
Um, I other have, kind of, not, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that movie. I've seen okay. I've seen an episode of the TV show because we had to watch it for one of my classes, which is weird. Fuck, we watched weird. it. We watched it for my. It was for my comedy writing class. We I took like a oh, comedy okay, writing TV yeah. class. Um, um, yeah, I probably prefer what we do in the shadows over this. I'm just not a fan of like Taika's humor. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I don't always love. I don't always love his humor. I think. I think uh, that what we do in the shadows commits more to the vampire stuff um, than Renfield, where Renfield's trying to be a superhero movie. Like it's yeah. it's like setting up. Yeah, it's like setting up Nicholas Holt's character as like this like like hero basically, and Dracula is like this super villain. It's like yeah. okay, like. <laughs> That no, is a little. It is a little silly. Um, and then our other, our other silly movie of the weekend, Mafia <laughs> Mama. Um, I, I, it was so fun. It was so silly. It's so I silly. mean, it's so silly. Tony Collette oh. is just like awesome. She's just so she's so likable. Like in the entire uh, movie, she's so funny. Tony Collette is really funny. Kind of like uh, it's crazy how she doesn't do more comedy because um she's yeah she's really great uh i <laughs> the movie's so silly like from the very like first 10 minutes of the movie i was like oh this is just silly it's like um i feel like yeah. moms would like this movie probably yeah um, like it's like it's like a wine mom movie for sure yeah heiress for the dads mafia mom <laughs> mafia mama is for <laughs> yeah. the moms we got more <laughs> the movies for everybody in this theater right now yeah yeah uh it's so i mean and it's like sh people would be like oh it's not the best movie ever or like it's bad filmmaker or whatever and it's like sure like it's silly you know like um, yeah. monica bellucci is also plays one of the main characters she she's giving us nothing you know monica bellucci is like <laughs> showing up to set and just like reading her lines and they <laughs> yeah um and like ba barely acting but it's like it's fine because it's monica bellucci you know what i mean um yeah and it is like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, we don't have to get into like all the, all the bad filmmaking of it, but it is like, it, it's just like a lot of stuff that I like, it, it bothered me, but then all the silly moments made me be like, oh no, this is too fun for me to like care that much about it. Like, like the, I think my biggest problem is just that it's a movie that I'm going to like forget everything that happened in it like a week from now, but, sure. but it was like, it was fun while I was there. So I can't really like hate on it too much. Um, uh, what did you think? Um, of the obscene amount of Godfather references, <laughs> I thought it was like, so funny. <laughs> even like the like an, like the annoying like references where it was like yeah. Um, what 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 when Monica Bellucci? Well, no, when Tony Collette's character it was like, oh, I feel like, um, Vito Corleone right now. And, yeah. Um, and then Monica Bellucci was like, oh, you've seen the movie, and she was like, no, I read the Wikipedia <laughs> plot summary. <laughs> yeah. Then, no well, because then, i thought it, it was like a good joke because of how many times they did it i think because it's just yeah. like it's just so silly that every single time something happens they play godfather music like in the <laughs> back and i'm like bro this is so obnoxious well and then like the end of the movie is literally just the total it's a complete reference to the end of the first godfather like yeah. to like so like a frame by frame reference to the to the end of the first Godfather to the point where I was like fucking like almost screaming. I was like, "This is fucking crazy!" How... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so silly. I like how it committed to to just being <laughs> like exactly what it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Fun movie. Um, we can we can talk a bit about the other stuff that we like this week. Who wants to get, who wants to go first? Who wants to give their movies well, first? I can I can go first. Okay. I think it's funny how nobody saw Suzume, which sh Suzume uh, should no, be. No, I, I'm probably gonna see it tonight, but it's a oh, big okay. maybe. 
Um, yeah. Because I well, don't know like, if that I can. should be on paper. That should be the big movie of this weekend, really. Is yeah. Like, he's kind of like the only auteur released this week, and he's yeah. like kind of like everybody kind of loves his other movies. And um, I, yeah. I don't think I've seen his other stuff. Um, 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 yeah, I really want to watch Your Name. I, I think I brought this up to you. Yeah, guys no, before, I've, I've, I... Your Name gets mentioned like every day on TikTok. Like, yeah, that movie's very big. Yeah. Well, I just like I just feel like a dick because I I skipped <laughs> I skipped the class where my professor was showing us your name. You because skipped it was, like, your name. Yeah, because no, because it was like no, I feel bad though because it's like I could have seen it in like a nice little like theater yeah. at my school, like on the big screen, and I just like skipped that class because he was like he was like oh yeah this week's optional like we're just gonna watch a movie and I was like okay cool so I just like <laughs> I just like slept in right, and then like the movies yeah and then like I found out that it was your name and I was like wait a second oh you didn't know God. what the movie was before like it was just like oh we're watching a movie it wasn't we're watching yeah well movie. i don't like read the syllabus or anything he said we didn't have to show up and i was like okay yeah. cool see you next week Word. um but yeah I, I i potentially will watch it tonight if not i mean i'm gonna see it at some point i think but cool um but yeah Owen, what would you yeah what'd you so I, had a, I mean a pretty solid week i mean the, i was <laughs> i started off kind of with robocop i was in a robocop kind of mood i really enjoyed that i do want to revisit it um i kind of want to watch like some of the other stuff even if they're not as highly praised i think robocop's like a fun um kind of you know premise and they're also they just kind of actually funny enough announced like they're doing more robocop stuff um, mm-hmm. is yeah. it like tv or movie we'll see whatever happens with that they said that they it's like I, that's a, such a funny announcement because it was basically like, like maybe <laughs> they want to do something with the ip they want to do something yeah, with the IP. all the announcements <laughs> like we can do a movie or tv we don't really know yet we're okay <laughs> um and then i watched i watched obsession um uh, from brian de palma which is basically de palma doing vertigo it's just very much like the basic premise of vertigo with the whole like this whole plot with the girl and they're being like oh that's the girl that i you know knew um and that's really good i like that a lot um and then i watched the exorcist because oh, yeah a movie that we were talking about <laughs> later i was yeah. like i might as well watch the exorcist for the first time and i really loved that it was um yeah i, I definitely want to rewatch that i think it could be one of my favorites um but I, I really enjoyed that. I think I think exorcism movies are something that I didn't know I, I needed it in my life, but I, I really like. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try to get into more of that. I, I've heard Exorcist 3 is very good. People really like that movie. Um, so I've heard I'm, the yeah. same, yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do some Exorcist watches soon. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Well, the best exorcism movie is um, The Conjuring, but... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, right yeah you see i want to i want to rewatch Wine. the conjuring i want to rewatch the conjuring but i'm just scared because i just remember being really scared of it and i'm like i don't want to watch <laughs> i don't want to watch movies that actually scare me like we'll get into that with the pope's exorcist but i think that was my favorite things about the move one of my favorite things about the movie is that it's like the fun kind of horror like that's my brand of horror <laughs> yeah, i don't yeah. want to watch stuff that's actually gonna like give me nightmares or anything <laughs> yeah. yeah um but i'll revisit the conjuring eventually Okay, Doug, what'd you watch? I watched that fucking... I watched that shit everybody's talking about. I watched Beef. Um, oh, series, right, right, right. Uh, yeah. The Stephen Young, uh, Ali Wong uh, miniseries about yeah. a uh, road, range, road rage incident is how they're saying calling it. Um, yeah. I have beef with <laughs> miniseries. Uh, that should have been, been a movie. It just should have been a movie. Yeah. Like, I watched it and it was... How like, long is like, it? It's like six hours long um okay yeah i watched it 
and i was like okay yeah no sure and then it ended and i was like this is so kind of like uneven and a little all over the place and it's like it feels like i don't know it feels like a lot of like plot padding and it's uh it's it just it, it could have just been like a two-hour movie and it would have been better actually yeah like, not even just that, when i saw the trailer it kind like, of like seemed like that yeah drop the movie cut yeah, yeah the limited series the limited the series he like... edited like <laughs> is that yeah, it like it, is that the big one uh, yeah i mean that was like the, that's like the big thing i rewatched hero uh oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, i um which is the zhongi movie it's that's very good uh <laughs> um i watched uh i went to the theaters the other day because the alamo was doing the alamo draft house did it like a superman double feature of the first two superman superman movies and those fucking rule those movies are really good um christopher reeves is kind of him um yeah i don't know if you've seen those movies but yeah yep. yeah <laughs> um yeah i i didn't really watch a lot this week to be honest um i mean i watched the first evil dead movie and i'm gonna watch the rest of that franchise how did you feel about that before friday you did um yeah i mean obviously i gotta i gotta prep for for next week's episode for, for the new evil dead and I, I mean i felt like yeah i liked it it was it was fun i i don't know i i it definitely i could see like the um the the influence that it had on um what is it the the cabin in the woods right oh well, yeah um yeah and i was <laughs> like a, i was like woods. yeah it doesn't it doesn't help it doesn't <laughs> help that is. <laughs> yeah no but that's what i'm saying it's like it doesn't help yeah. that i that i've seen the cabin in the woods before ever watching evil dead but yeah no it was fun um i liked it i'm like really excited for to watch too which i might do today hopefully yeah i'm, I'm planning on it if you um, liked if you like liked one like yeah i think it's just like two is just kind of oh Raimi goes back and he builds on one and just makes this like crazy movie yeah um, evil evil Bruce Dead is just one of uh yeah great movies ever <laughs> that's what it is yeah that's just what it is yeah i'm really excited for it i do also like that they're just and like, army of darkness is a whole lot of fun that yeah it's awesome yeah i'm i'm excited for those a little bit less excited for the for the new evil dead like the yeah. 2013 evil dead just because i hear that one's like actually scary which is you know not my not typically not, my cup of tea it's, it's not if you, if okay you think the first one was scary i don't think you're gonna think the remake is scary because it's like the same shit like <laughs> okay okay i don't know it just seems a lot more like yeah i haven't seen that yet either modern like gory kind of stuff um but i don't i don't oh, know Hopefully i forgot that you're scared by like gore and stuff yeah it's like way gore no but... i'm not like <laughs> technically scared by gore i'm more scared by like yeah it, de- it depends how the gore is used sometimes gore is okay um but yeah that was that was one of the ones that another one that i liked that is a movie nobody in the world has probably seen was good dick which is just like this i don't know for some reason i've been like finding these movies that it's like this very specific like subgenre of that i don't even know how to explain of like these like underseen like kind of movies that just look like horny but then i watch them and they end up being just like actually kind of like serious and a little bit depressing okay. um, and and yeah it's just like fun it's like a, i don't know it was, it was a pretty it was a pretty solid movie like i'd cool. recommend it because it was like i don't know I, I saw that and i saw like two weeks ago i watched uh 28 hotel rooms which is like the same vibe of like oh i thought this was just gonna be about sex but it turns out it's actually like kind of this pretty depressing story <laughs> um yeah and then the last one another movie that came out this weekend that 
when you mentioned before, like the big movie of this weekend, the only reason it's not a big movie is because limited release, but um, I saw how to blow up a pipeline yesterday and uh, that movie rocks. Um, Three cities. (laughs) It's yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's my favorite movie of the year so far. Um, Like easily, like I finished watching it and I was like, no competition. Um, (laughs) Like there's a clear gap between that and everything else I've seen this year. Um, It's really cool. Um, Possible five star in the future. Yeah, that's the that's the that's my thinking on it because I don't want to. I, I feel like I did that in the past last year where I watched movies and I went in with so much hype that I was like, oh, I'm gonna give this five stars, and then I gave it five stars. Yeah, um, so yeah. I don't want to like I don't want to like say it's like a perfect movie because I'm just like I was so excited to watch it that I was like, let me mm-hmm. let me like sit on it a little bit, let me watch yeah. it and see how much I like it when I'm not just like super excited to watch it. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. It's it's super fun. I'd recommend that if it's playing somewhere near yeah, I might you try to see it, then, it is playing um, in boston yeah neither would, of you would drove really recommend to one it. of the four screens in the world that <laughs> to see if i was afraid <laughs> no no, no, no. I'll, like, I'll wait till this weekend fuck that apparently i read that I'm it has the it. it has like the second highest um or the highest uh, per screen average for A24 since um, Uncut Gems. It's averaging almost yeah. like $400,000 per screen. Yeah, um, I saw Yeah, I saw that. And I how saw many that. people left midway through the movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know one of my friends, one of my friends who did see it in, in the city um, seemed to really, really like it. Um, like she said that she really personally connected with it. So I'm very interested because obviously that's been the kind of response to it. There's a lot of people hating it, a lot of people liking it. I'm a fan of Ari Aster, so I'm going in with like a lot of hype. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in it. I think, I think like on paper, it it looks the most interesting of his work to me, but it worries me because of how long it is that I just might be like midway through. I'm like, I don't like this at all. And just be like in there forever. Because it's like, I don't know, I I watched Midsummer. Um, I didn't talk about it with my movie, so I wanted to keep it kind of positive on that and like kind of my like favorite stuff of the week. But I did not. Like that <laughs> yeah, no, movie. there's not just a Midsummer poster right, right by my Yeah, head, no, right? that Dang. movie kind of <laughs> isn't for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to watch Hereditary probably tonight or tomorrow. And then Thursday, we get um, a little, I was afraid. If it helps yeah. you, if it makes you feel any better or maybe not better but if it like uh, <laughs> makes you a little bit more helpful right hereditary is like very different from midsummer um yeah like like I don't think I don't well i i know on. that well because what was afraid is very different as well so it's like yeah. I, I i think i'm i'm still gonna give the other two a chance because of how like i know that they are different it just um i just worries me that that it's just like on paper just did not work for me at all um, not yeah. like even before it got because I know a lot of people are like oh when it gets weird I just tap out or something even before it got weird I wish I, I don't care um, but yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm open because so, it opens up with like the craziest scene ever like in the first like yeah. five minutes <laughs> no that's it yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so, it's like so crazy um, but yeah we don't have to talk about Midsummer too much because I don't want to hear him I don't want to hear him get too negative <laughs> but yeah we can we could uh, we can move on to some some Pope's Exorcist talk uh, yeah, as, as usual you know, spoiler, spoilers movie. for the Pope's Exorcist <laughs> um, start with oh. ratings I give it a 3 out of 5 <laughs> uh, sure also I would say for spoilers it's like even if you haven't seen the movie you should still watch this you can't you, can, you should still listen to this you can't like yeah, We're yeah. This is probably the, the most. Of watching this it. is going to be the most like, positive Pope's Exorcist podcast you will ever find on the internet. 
Yeah. Uh, like what we're yeah, going to say yeah. is going to make you want to watch it. So like <laughs> Yeah. And honestly, it's actually and like unless like the stuff at the end, I guess, but like it's pretty by the books like exorcist stuff. Like you yeah. know, talking like about spoilers isn't gonna like ruin the experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's like oh, there's a kid and he gets possessed, and then the exorcist has to like do an exorcism on him. Like it's yeah, like, you knew but that I, you was know, happen, You gotta, right? I gotta put the, I gotta put the warning out. No, yeah, I know, I know. I'm the, just saying, people like, who are just like, you know, especially with this movie, anything. like I doubt you're gonna find many other podcasts that are this kind of in love with this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. saw. Um, like <laughs> yeah we yeah we're very positive actually compared to just looking at <laughs> yeah. everybody else on letterbox is kind of yeah, 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 oh, yeah. The, the most popular reviews that are kind of like rising to the top now are all like quite positive like yeah no yeah people well, there's like it's like definitely positive i just it's like it's very like i don't know it, I, I, I just think it's like positive like three star positive three and a half yeah. star yeah. I, I do think uh well yeah because you said you gave it three stars me and doug both gave it four stars i think yeah. it's doug's second favorite movie of the year yeah, yeah. well i think also, that right now <laughs> i i don't want to say that it i don't i don't want to say that it affected me too much but i think yeah. like when i saw that both of you saw it before me and you both <laughs> the four stars i was like oh wait is this movie actually like really good and then i went in like maybe a little too excited yeah um so maybe that affected me a little bit but but i did like actually have a lot of fun i think it i was, was- like just took a while to get going for me like i didn't like yeah. get super into it until like maybe the second half and then i was like oh no this is actually like pretty crazy um so the pope's exorcist opens up with um what the fuck russell crowe yeah speaking <laughs> italian in the vatican oh no no, no. speaking italian yeah. um not in the vatican is it like some dude's house. house he's he's yeah, yeah he's at right. his house doing a exorcism. not even not even doing an exorcism he says it's like just a how, did, how does he describe it? He was doing an exorcism, but like oh, yeah, oh no, no, no. I'm thinking like of the. Of I, I got it confused with the with the girl in the movie because I know he talks about how like the one girl wasn't actually yeah, yeah. like he was possessed. Just, she was it was yeah. just like mental illness. Yeah, no, that was a no. He the uh, two separate scene, two separate things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It opens up with Russell Crowe in a house speaking Italian, speaking very fluent Italian. I was thinking about that. I was like, does Russell Crowe just know Italian? Because this is a lot of Italian. Speaking <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's speak- like, especially in the beginning of the movie, he's speaking it quite frequently. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he goes into this house and the family's like freaking out and something crazy is going on in the background. And he's just chilling. <laughs> he's like the cool, he's like the most suave guy in the world. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just like, yeah. he's been there, done this like a million yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally, by the way. What what was that real? Do you guys remember the real number that they said? Like the yeah, he's performed like real over guy? like a hundred thousand exorcisms. Yeah, like how do you like, even have yeah. the time, dude? <laughs> it's, like, it's like the max. Like day, he would have had know. to have done multiple a day. Like yeah, like that's hey, crazy. <laughs> Child of God, he's doing the work. You know, yeah. he's out, he's out there doing it. Yeah, that's um, absurd. But he's wilt. He's been on Wilt numbers. No, yeah. God. He's like yeah. the Wilt for God. Exorcist. <laughs> yeah. But it is a good way um, that they established that with that opening scene. Yeah. That's yeah. a cool scene. And I was off to a great start for two reasons, right? In the opening scene. They're speaking mm-hmm. Italian, and I was like, oh, wait, they're speaking like period, like, like location accurate language yeah that is so cool because most like most movies not even let alone like most fucking shitty horror movies it's like most movies in general just like don't do that you know yeah they just go to another country and everybody speaks english (laughs) magically with like a perfect accent for some reason (laughs) yeah exactly but no they're speaking like like uh like location accurate um 
location accurately, right? And then uh, they set up this thing where it's like he tri- it's so dumb, but he tricks like the demon to get into the pig <laughs> to, 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 to like to, shoot to, the pig. <laughs> yeah, to leave the body yeah. of the kid and come into the pig, and then they fucking shoot the pig, and it's like so gruesome and terrible. Yeah, um, I didn't mention this. Like, I did rewatch. Dry, I did rewatch. Drag me to hell, and they do like they try to do like a similar thing in Drag me to hell. They try to get like the demon into a goat. Um, which I, oh. that was I, it was funny. Oh, it's yeah. like a, it's kind of like a, just like a exorcist kind of thing where they, it's like, oh, let's get it into the animal so we can sacrifice the animal and then instead of killing like this person. Yeah, um, Drive so, Me to Hell also banger movie. No, Drive Me to Hell is one of the great movies too. Um, yeah, same memory, yeah. same memory, same. But like, I saw yeah, like ten that... good minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped in for like ten minutes of that movie and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then, and then I just didn't watch the rest. You yeah, you would really like it though. Uh, Kevin. Yeah. Um, but then yeah. So then they and then they sacrifice the pig, and then that's how he saves that kid from the exorcism. And then we cut to like the the Vatican, right? And basically, they're like they're basically trying to be like, oh, we don't need any exorcists anymore. And <laughs> he's like, um, well, you're wrong or whatever. And then he's yeah. like, what about what you just did there? You did an unsanctioned exorcism with uh, animal sacrifice, and he's just like, it wasn't an exorcism. It was really <laughs> yeah, a. Yeah um <laughs> like psych psychological evaluation or whatever yeah um is, yeah. The, is the animal sacrificing a, a real thing by the way do, yeah. do like yeah. actual exorcists do that that's crazy i think like trying to get i think like the like the like the trying to pull some like the demon out of somebody and put them into an animal and then killing the animal is like a real thing yeah, I would assume yeah. that it is. Like, it makes sense. Yeah, it wouldn't be a popular like staple in so many of these movies if it wasn't actually like. Done yeah, like, I like. Ob- I think it's an interesting idea, though. Um, yeah, like, the obviously thing. there's some. Obviously there's some stuff that has to be fictionalized, like the the whole third act of this movie is just like <laughs> yeah, absolutely off too. the rails. That's real too. But that's then, real but to then, like, me, Kevin. What the movie's really about, though, is this family that inherits this fucking yeah. old church something like it. yeah um, it's like yeah uh, um yeah they live in the u.s and word. they're like let's move to this like creepy ass like broken like still constructionalized like well because they don't have any money yeah. she she's the, the mom no, said it's the so, like yeah. totally broke um yeah. so then they, they moved so to italy silly. in this old ass like creepy ass church um <laughs> which is later discovered to have been where they put the fucking bodies from the Spanish Inquisition in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like all Just of the martyrs crazy. from the Spanish Inquisition <laughs> is in that fucking church hidden, and yeah. it's like, oh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, it's like a secret, and... like extra level that they unlock at the like in the third act. It's crazy. Yeah, literally like a fucking video it's... game, and there's like a super <laughs> demon that was like yeah. yeah from the construction. The super demon was let out that was hidden in there um and okay i guess and like the craziest reveal from this after because after they discover you know that this is what's happening is like oh the super demon um from this era of the spanish inquisition has like possessed this boy is like they also realize that like oh no so the exorcist like the great exorcist that came to try to like like save whatever person he was possessed and then it was just the demon controlling the exorcist that did all of these horrible martyrs and they even like what as far as say like oh it was the work of the it was like a demon as the exorcist that did all of like the child um 
molestation in the Vatican and yeah, all this crazy stuff. Crazy. Like, it's like it like yeah, gets like so <laughs> it's it's it gets so like large scale in the third act that it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um and I I think it's it's cool. I, I think the fact that they had like the balls to do this crazy shit at the end is, is awesome. Yeah. And the way they're always like in tune with what's going on there too, where like what's happening with Russell Crowe's character, and then you see like the Pope like like <laughs> go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like there's always like they're always doing that like back and forth between the two. Well, it's like that's crazy too because it's literally like it's like saying that like the Pope is like spiritually connected to a level yeah. where like he is even like knows what's happening to um, yeah. Amorth, who is the exorcist yeah, yeah. for some reason, to the point where, like, the Pope was going to fucking die when, spoilers, <laughs> when Amorth yeah. gets possessed, which they set it up yeah. earlier in the movie, but when the Amorth gets possessed at the end of the movie, the Pope is like, oh no, and he's, like, almost fucking died, like, for some <laughs> yeah. reason. And it doesn't make it's any sense, so then he was fine. <laughs> um, or, I guess that makes sense, because it's like, they're trying to, they're using the Pope as, like, as, like, a symbol for like like the church right and like a yeah. getting possessed was going to kill the church and then like, so the pope it was going to kill the pope but yeah that's crazy but okay but then yeah so there's this family that moves into the church and um with an annoying ass fucking little girl like the most like annoying <laughs> character I, 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 I did not movies. really like her at all she was fine I mean, like she was so, fine but like i just i don't know maybe i just didn't care about a lot of the the family stuff as much as i did like yeah that's like i think the biggest i think the, the the kid like the little kid is like the best out of the three i i think the biggest like if this movie was going to be better um and like a perfect movie um you'd you'd want the uh the mother and the daughter to have a little better acting or like whatever going on yeah. there i i thought the mother was kind of a weak link i just yeah, like didn't just but it's didn't like it, 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 it didn't like really drag it down for me it was just like oh they're not that great that's just good. yeah i think for me i just didn't care about the mother-daughter like relationship going on at all or like the way that any of it's resolved i was just like yeah family stuff's yeah. whatever Russell like Crowe's i get, I get that it's there because it has to be like a vehicle for what happens in yeah. the movie but i was like this is whatever <laughs> i just want for russell crowe on the screen <laughs> the daughter i was just like from the second the daughter was on screen i was just like so annoyed because not even just because it's like oh it's like she's not like the best actor in the world but it's also like the way that she's written is um she's written like yeah. how a lot of real teenagers just are in real life and i hate all these people in real life too where it's like oh there's a young kid that has an absolute disdain for life for fucking no yeah. reason and you just like have like yeah. no respect for being alive to the point where it's like i just want to kill you like <laughs> can you just like not be an asshole for no reason like oh my yeah. god yeah um like was she like they get to italy and she's just like i fucking hate it here it's like i fucking hate you for taking me here i hate this place and it's like chill the fuck out okay i'm like what the fuck yeah. and then she like immediately starts smoking and she's listening to music crazy loud and she's like fuck you dude like i don't want to be here and it's like dude dude like yeah <laughs> yeah no it's it's intense. So good that. i don't know i i'm not saying it's yeah like, like you said it's like typical like teenager behavior kind of thing but it's just like whatever it was it was too extreme there's just too much too, too much too much of her on the screen i think for me no but when um, she like her like arms went back and she was like crawling and shit that oh shit that was pretty crazy. cool that was pretty cool no, that, was, I gotta gets, say, that scene that scene was pretty dope <laughs> she yeah, gets possessed in the, act, in the well i guess like it was like right before the third no that was like yeah. the beginning of the third act right yeah um she um 
when she gets possessed and she starts crawling on the walls <laughs> that's my favorite fucking thing i i, that you know shit what I call that shit is crazy i i have coined that um as the fucking hereditary thing because hereditary does it the best out of any fucking movie and now every time i watch a horror movie i'm like looking for that shit to happen <laughs> it's like when somebody's yeah like, no that scene's awesome gets possessed and starts crawling on the walls i'm like yeah it's so underutilized because like in in well in this movie it's fucking scary and in hereditary it's like the scariest thing i've ever seen in any movie nah, it's, like, it, it, it's reminds. i think of i think of legion every time i see that because I, <laughs> yeah. I remember like uh, me and me and john talked about legion the other day but it was like because i i don't know if i've mentioned it to you guys but like legion was one of those movies where like when i was a kid dude when i saw that as like a whatever 11 year old when it came yeah. out mm -hmm. that movie freaked me the fuck out dude like that <laughs> one scene where this grandma climbs up on the wall and like gets in the corner scariest shit i saw as like an 11 year old um so every time people do that in a movie i'm like oh this this kind of rocks because it just makes me think of that yeah well kind of talking about that like whole scene like the double possession so whole thing was yeah. it's kind of crazy where you have like the, the demon in like both of the kids and like you have the the girl does like she's on the wall and she's like her arms are doing like the thing like it's, it reminds me of like old um where like the, the limbs are all over the place and then um obviously the kid is like freaking out with the pope and stuff and then you take the the, the mom and the daughter to like the bathtub and there's just like it's a really great like set piece like you know horror action kind of thing where you, you just have like double possession it's really cool yeah. yeah, in the third act, um, they raise the stakes by by revealing that this demon is so powerful that yeah. it can yeah. possess two people at once. And it's <laughs> like you think about it for two seconds, and it doesn't make any sense, right? From like how like kind of other movies have like taught you to think about possession, but yeah, it's really fucking cool, and it instantly <laughs> and instantly yeah, like the audience recognizes like, oh shit this is serious you know yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. double yeah. possession yeah um, and they just they, they raise those stakes to like a fucking a million dude like the, this thing like especially when they get into like that um i guess it's a a catacomb i guess um yeah so then, like all the, all the stuff that happens down there is just like when <laughs> yeah. when when they get the demon out and then it like they they still have like it goes goes into the form of like these two um like women so, that yeah like, for, for each priest individually i was like what yeah, the that fuck? Shit, that shit rocks. <laughs> Let me go back a little bit to explain <laughs> a little bit better, actually. So, yeah. so okay, so so like um the the, the kid gets possessed because they're on the the church is built on like decent like um unsanctioned unholy ground where like, yeah. it's basically like a, like a, like a catacomb of where all of the bodies that were killed during the Spanish Inquisition are kept, which is just an amazing concept oh, <laughs> it's yeah. so crazy but then yeah the kid gets possessed and then uh and they're in spain obviously because it's the spanish inquisition and then um uh, a, a priest comes in to try to like help with the possession and he gets fucked up so then like that's why <laughs> father amorth from the vatican has to come and help and it's yeah. both of them but then the uh the kid the demon and the kid is like using their sins against them that they feel guilty about and mm -hmm. The sins for the 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 Spanish priest is basically like you were fucking horny and had sex with <laughs> yeah. women. Um, yeah. Um, and then the which when they first described it confused the fuck out of me. <laughs> I thought they were talking about like children. Yes, same. Because when they first when they yeah, first they, bring it up, I'm like, oh, this dude was fucking yeah, children, they, and then they, they and then it really. turns out that he just like cheated on somebody, I guess, or something. I don't fucking know. Well, they were wording it so the the way that they worded it was like, oh, you were fucking your congregation's daughters. 
Right? Yeah. It's like yeah. how they were wording it, which makes you think of children, right? Yeah. But then, yeah. no, it, I think it was like, just like, like a grown lady. No, it's not that he was cheating. I think you can't be, you can't like have. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. That's just like, that's, yeah. It's just, it's just the language they used was like, yeah, yeah, confusing around that whole thing. But then once you like see her, you're like, oh, that's definitely not a kid. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, it was so confusing. Um, but um, the and then the Russell Crowe's one is like a a young girl or like a teenager, right? I think a young a young woman. I don't like they're not specific with the age, but like definitely yeah, a younger yeah. woman. Um, who yeah, yeah. Was... he gets called in for an exorcism, and then he immediately realizes like, oh, she's not possessed; she's just kind of crazy. Yeah. So then she doesn't help her, but then she kills herself in front of him. <laughs> and it's yeah. like Which super is traumatizing for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. And that like kind of like set him spiraling. It kind but of, it like, kind of rocks, like in like a story kind of way, like not in like a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, not not like <laughs> a she killed herself kind of way. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's like both. I think like, um, you can say whatever about the other guys, like kind of like back hidden like tragic thing. But I think the um that whole like failed quote unquote exorcist exorcism like thing is really cool. Um, it mm-hmm. gives like Russell Crowe's character a lot of depth. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. But do they ever? Do they ever explain? Like, did she? Did she jump off a, a church? Is that where? Where she found yeah, him? Yeah, she jumped. There looked okay. to be a bell. Yeah. Because okay. I was gonna say, yeah. Because I was gonna say, like, what, did, did she just like sit there waiting? She was like, ah, oh, he's gonna have to show up eventually. Like, I'll, just, I'll just wait. I'll just wait till I see. It. <laughs> no, I, um, I, I feel like the implication is she wasn't trying to kill herself in front of him. It's more like, she, like he just happened to be. He there just happened to she, be there when she did yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Um but crazy craziness and then like and that like fucked him up and it kind of like explains he explains like a little bit how it's like now even if he goes somewhere and they're not possessed he still tries to help them the best yeah. that he can because he's like yeah i yeah. was fucked up which isn't um, really like it is really like thoughtful detail to have in the movie i feel like it's actually like a like quite an interesting backstory for this movie that's just kind of like a you know what mostly a, a really like silly over-the-top horror movie i was like yeah. that's actually like quite like intriguing for a, for a backstory i was actually really interested in that yeah you really yeah. build up a character with russell crowe that i i think could lead a couple more movies you know yeah <laughs> like which, is, lo- <laughs> which is <laughs> kind of somewhat into yeah. that by the end yeah the avengers yeah. are getting assembled you know the avengers are getting assembled but yeah, then, the, okay, the so- avengers of priests <laughs> so the demon is like trying to use like these two traumatic sins sins in quotes uh, against yeah. Yeah. Uh, the two priests and then yeah. we like cut forward to the towards the end of the movie at the beginning of the third act double possession way too much for fucking russell crowe to handle and he's freaking <laughs> the fuck out like he can't save yeah. these people um so what he does what he like so his compromise right and the thing that he thinks he has to do is that he allows he invites the pre the demon to possess him yeah which was like the huge mistake uh and that is how we get into then our third act. which is also like it's very exorcist like um yeah like taking the the demon to save the child mm-hmm. yeah and then that's why we start our Marvel movie third act uh, <laughs> is with that, with um, the two, with like everybody saved, but Russell Crowe is now possessed by the super demon. Um, yeah, the family, the family like gets out of the house and, and drives yeah, yeah. off and like to safety. And it's just Russell Crowe, the demon. 
um, yeah. and the other priest. <laughs> yeah, and the other guy. Which yeah, um, someone I, to someone say. commented on my video and was like, "I really loved it. It was kind of like a buddy cop, like Exorcist movie." And I really <laughs> yeah. liked that idea. Yeah. Like it's just like I don't know. I think it's funny. I, I love like the like the whole buddy cop kind of uh, template where you just have these two guys that are riffing off each other doing their like job. Yeah, oh, it's really this funny. This movie is basically Men in Black, right? Yeah, like. But like instead of the men in black, they're priests. Yeah. And instead yeah. of aliens, it's like demons. You know, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's and it's worth it's worth bringing it up because Russell Crowe also has like a number of moments in the movie that are quite funny. <laughs> like he's he's yeah, very he, funny in the movie. So, so like the way they rip off each other is funny. Yeah. Um. um I like their the, little I like their little duo. Yeah. You know, the I, I love them. Is crazy because they end up <laughs> in the catacombs where. Yeah. It's so like trying to think think about it logically. It's like, man, how the fuck did they write this? Because they, like they ended up in the catacombs <laughs> of the Spanish Inquisition, where there's a special room where this like the the exorcist that was now possessed by the demon is kind of like sitting that used to be possessed like the old one that used to be possessed by the demon is sitting in this chair, and Russell Crowe is sitting in there, and it, it gets followed by um the Spanish priest asked to save him, and then the craziest shit in any movie ever like happens. Um, <laughs> specifically, specifically, the imagery starts out with um mother mary uh like rising out of the ground yeah super yeah holy like i just forgot about that until you brought it up <laughs> and then and then it put it like oh no it's like mother mary but oh no it's actually not this holy ethereal symbol it's actually yeah. fucking scary nightmare nightmare fuel <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's, it turns out to be it's the it's the woman that is haunting um russell crowe's character um, that was just disguised as Mother Mary for some reason. It's just that's crazy. It's just crazy. Um, yeah, no, uh, there's there's a lot of those. Like, I mean, literally the whole last fifteen minutes. I, I said this. I said this to to Owen. I think after I watched it, but I was like, the last fifteen minutes of the movie. Every every time I like, because I was just having like the worst allergic reaction. Like my yeah, allergies yeah. were just like going off during the movie. So like my eyes were like so watery, and I had to keep like taking my glasses off and like wiping <laughs> my eyes. And every time I would like take my glasses off and put them back on, I would look up at the screen and I would be like, "How the fuck is this happening?" Like, <laughs> yeah, like, where did we get every, here? Every ten seconds, I was like, "Dude, what the fuck is going on? Like, how does this yeah. just progressively get crazier and crazier?" Which is yeah. like yeah because it turns into like like the an actualized an actualization like like these two priests literally fighting their own internal demons on screen yeah. like where like yeah, Russell Crowe no, is literally is like is like being possessed and he's fighting the possession by literally fighting the girl that killed herself in front of him and then the other priest for like the Spanish priest literally fighting like this new like this really like like the, the, the she's like naked and covered in blood she's naked and covered in blood and it's like the most yeah, yeah wait woman you've I, ever seen and it's like what did, the fuck? Like, did she die or like i'm confused on that yeah because like russell yeah because russell crowe was there a reason like, for yeah. her to be covered in blood other than it looked cool um, no, obviously not um i don't, I don't, I don't think she died. because she it was like died. it was like yeah he slept with her but then it's like oh she's like attacking him covered in blood um i don't know it's just i think it looks sick and it's like a really it cool looks like awesome. it looks great um but it's like it, it is funny that she's just randomly covered in blood yeah. yeah maybe that's the maybe that's the backstory that they'll that they'll get into in the uh in the, yeah, in the sequel like, that they set up like, in their in their world conquering sequel 
<laughs> they they're gonna go big they're gonna go yeah. big. how many how but, many but, did they say that they have to do there's like 35 more locations after this one 199 oh okay said, yeah right? no i mean well uh, pope's actually just 200 i'm gonna be there <laughs> yeah so okay <laughs> that's so my end, end game movie, <laughs> the end of the movie is awesome i don't care what the fuck anybody else says the end of the movie is awesome yeah. because they no, went I back agree. to the vatican they go back to the vatican and um the pope is like we have a new whatever the fuck um, that is very trustworthy. And it's the friend yeah. that um, the priest has at the beginning of the setup. And then he like takes them into, they take the two priests, like they take the two exorcists into like this fucking, literally like the men in black room. Like the men yeah, in black. Yeah, no, literally. Like there's the just Vatican. like all this shit going on. <laughs> just like people everywhere. And he shows them the map and he's like, would you go to the 199 locations where gods, <laughs> where gods cannot see or like God is not welcome and take care of it. And literally yeah. Father Amor, uh, Russell Crowe goes in his fucking Italian accent. He's like, well, this is, this is too much. This is too much for the life of one Pope. For the, for the one priest, but yeah, two yeah, yeah. priests. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Spanish priest next to him, and then like, the movie just like smash cuts to it. No, it's so black. good. Like, it's so silly. It's yeah. It was a lot of fun. Now, now I'm feeling, <laughs> now I'm feeling like I, sh I I will like it more when I rewatch it because I know where it's going. Yeah. And you won't have um, to like you can see the third act and stuff. Yeah, because it's like because I think that was really my only like I don't have any like major like negatives about the movie yeah. i think it's just that the first like i don't know 45 minutes or something like i was kind of watching it and i was like yeah this is like cool but i don't really know if i love it that much and then it just like goes off the rails and i'm like oh now i get where you guys were coming from yeah like, no <laughs> well it was like i wasn't i really went into it with really no expectations i was like i i i sent like a thing to you i was like i'm gonna have a rough time with the movies today i saw renfield yeah. and pope's actually mm -hmm. back to back yeah and i was yeah. like i could totally walk away with like two one stars today <laughs> like i was like yeah this could be a rough time of the movies so i got right i watched renfield i was like that sucked and i i, I sprinted like across the, the 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 theater and i went and saw pope's exorcist and i was like i'm just gonna you know whatever i had no expectations i just wanted to be entertained um and then i just kind of like kind of what you said i i, I slowly just progressed into like this is awesome like this is just the best thing ever because it was like immediately i think in like the first 10 minutes i was like okay this is better than renfield check like it's just yeah, like for the first 10 minutes i was like it's better than renfield cool um and then i was like the whole like because we've seen all these images of russell crowe and his vespa like online yeah. and it yeah. was kind of like it was kind of like the that the ben affleck air thing where he was just like he looks <laughs> yeah, awesome yeah. but it was like if ben affleck air thing wasn't like three seconds in the end of the movie but he was like that the whole time yeah um, he was just always on his vespa <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I thought Russell Crowe really worked for me. I thought there was really interesting, like wide angle lens stuff where like when he's talking to the, the guys at like the, they were like, why did you do an exorcism? It was very much like, <coughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. No, no, Quick. he's fucking dying. Quick. Oh, he's yeah. fucking uh, dying, bro. It's a good thing. It's a good thing the mic is muted. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I was like Here. holding that in, like the whole like, I was just like <laughs> talking, and I could just feel it like coming up. Um, um where was I? The wide angle, um, mm -hmm. with where he's talking to those people is very like, it's like Last Supper, like painterly, like the way that they have them like oh, positioned. Sure. And I, I just kind of really liked that. And you have those, the wide, like, lens. 
um there's just like stuff like that that I, I thought was really i just really liked all the exorcist stuff i was i came out of the movie like what being like oh i just need to watch like every exorcism movie i can find because i really like this kind of concept i just yeah. i think and i think it works for me because i was like i really like this exorcism stuff and the, the russell crowe is just really cool um yeah and then the third act is just bananas and then the way that they treated it like we're about to do be indiana jones and go on a million adventures was just sick and i don't know it yeah. it just really worked for me on this like this is a fun silly horror movie that i could watch like mm-hmm. 10 of um, yeah i'm i'm glad i, I think got you're some... gonna like hereditary <laughs> yeah i think i think you yeah i hope you i mean i hope you at least like it more than midsummer because uh, well no definitely because um, it's like obviously like well kevin because like obviously um yeah the the hereditary is not about an exorcism like there's no priest but it's yeah, like but it's like it is, the whole movie uh, is very much about the vibes possession there. yeah like, the vibes yeah. are there um <laughs> yeah you'll you'll like it i might even rewatch it right there to be honest but um but yeah watch it before is there is there anything else you guys want to want to say about the pope's exorcist is there anything that you didn't like about the movie anything you want to mention before we um, wrap up what is everyone's favorite exorcism movie that you've mm, seen? you know probably the exorcist i would say yeah, yeah i, 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 I can't answer isn't it that's like the answer. i would have to go with the <laughs> I exorcist can't, i can't um, think of but I, I don't like seen many um yeah, is there a is there a list of exorcism movie? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I, mean, I think since we... you both said the exorcist. I'll say the conjuring just to be different, but uh... <laughs> Roach gonna be different for real. Well, no, I, I, honestly... I look up when I try to find a list of exorcist movies. I mean, I, like, yeah, maybe I just exorcist, haven't watched a whole lot of these. The exorcist two, the exorcist three. <laughs> uh, uh, does oh, here's Evil a bigger list. count? Um, I guess. I mean, it's like yeah, it's a possession. there's no yeah there's no exorcism i guess yeah that's what i'm saying this one has this one has jennifer's body on the list which is not really like uh i mean i it's like a possession yeah i mean um i guess if we're counting like all possession movies it's probably evil dead 2 um yeah like it is um but i would just not classify that as an exorcist movie yeah Um, no i'd probably just go with the exorcist yeah um but if it's like i don't know if it's like sunday afternoon i'm just having trying to have some fun uh, that Pope's Exorcist Blu-ray is going in, you know. Like, I don't know. Oh yeah, brother. Yeah, <laughs> sure. That's so silly. Um, yeah, maybe maybe I'll add some some more exorcism movies to the list. Honestly, the fact that I just watched um How to Blow Up a Pipeline kind of like maybe inspired my next binge. I think so. I don't like because I want to watch um I want to watch Night Moves, the Kelly Riker movie, which I think is like similar to How to Blow Up a Pipeline, like same vibes with like environmental activists like mm-hmm. doing doing something um and i kind of want to watch like all her movies in general um so i think that might be my next page but maybe i'll squeeze in uh, uh an exorcism movie or, or two i mean i'm gonna watch evil dead too so if you guys say that counts then maybe that'll that'll uh yeah pass, no it's, it, it feels it's more thing. possession than exorcist but I, I i think it's like kind of in the same realm as like um that yeah okay cool we oh, can speaking uh... of the exorcist uh hmm. and this is going to lead into our next topic oh very very smoothly because we're about to talk about current events did you guys yeah, yeah. see um that they released a new clip from ghosted that is filmed at the exorcist stairs and oh is that oh, what that is yeah People yeah, are fucking yeah pissed off that they filmed well, there because um, oh which is strange I, I, strange thing to be you know why i'm mad is because they didn't film there on the same day um <laughs> it's like so clearly like they're not talking to each other and like there's like it's like so like it's like split screen like they're not on the same day it's so funny 
Yeah. That movie, dog, that movie, you're gonna have a rough time to fight in that movie. I'm gonna be honest. Hey, yeah, no. Shut the fuck up. I, I really <laughs> hope I really hope that um that if it is a bad movie, we don't have to fight, we don't have to fight with Doug over it. Yeah, um, I'm hoping you come to terms either, with it. No, hopefully it's either <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's either a movie that all three of us don't like or a movie that all three of us do. Hey, like. did you guys see um, SNL th- uh last weekend? Uh I did not I saw a weird SNL no, clip today, why? but no, what was last weekend? Uh, hosted by Ana de Ramos. Um, oh, right, right, right. I did see that. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't know see that. that. I didn't, I didn't know even know that. that she hosted. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah no, that's a, it's a good, good little segue into our, into some of our, our news here. We're, we're going to just talk about a couple of things, starting with first, first little piece of news. Um, I figure this is the a good place to start, just because uh, you weren't here to talk about this movie, Doug. Uh, as of Yesterday, Super Mario Bros. movie has reached 678 million in the global well, on that, I, I, biggest right movie of the year so far. Right before we started recording, yeah, I got a, a no- notification: <laughs> 700 oh. million now. Um, okay, okay, so uh, it's an extra yeah, extra day yeah, pushed us over. Movie is making money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, making for sure. A lot of money. I just figured this would be a good chance for for Doug to let out everything he has to say about it <laughs> since, he, since he didn't get to. <laughs> Uh, just, like, movie. i don't know i wrote a great banger fucking review on letterbox that kind of <laughs> that says how i feel yeah everybody concisely. go read um, everybody go read doug's letterbox but, review. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah it's uh, the biggest it's the biggest movie of the year so far um yeah until... it'll probably well just the boys in brooklyn man <laughs> i think about this. it's probably gonna because it's gonna slow down see because it's gonna be on vod in like less than two weeks so it's gonna slow down yeah because i saw somebody well okay let me I saw Tyler Whitmore <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, tweet out that like people are underestimating the box office like like crazy. It's get, it hasn't even opened in Japan yet. It's opening in Japan in eleven days. And I replied to his tweet and I was like, "It's gonna be on VOD in eleven days. Like it's like this movie's yeah. not gonna continue to skyrocket. Like this movie's gonna yeah, it's, it's gonna down. make a billion like, though. Yeah, but at this point, sure. it's reaching a billion. I think if it's at seven hundred million. Yeah, no, I think that's yeah, probably like saying that like, it's gonna hit like two billion or one point. Yeah, no, there's there's no, no way it hits. No, it gets, no uh, universe that reaches two billion dollars. No yeah, not at all. But I do think. I do think yeah, it's gonna make a billion. It's probably gonna be the biggest movie for a while. I don't know what else would. Yeah, I mean, I, it's to make a lot of money. Well, the the Ant Man movie, the Ant Man movie, only made like four hundred fifty million. So the, I don't know if that's any indicator of how Guardians will perform. But I mean, I bet I, uh, Guardians is gonna do good. It's gonna do good. I think I think Guardians. Will I do think Guardians has a chance. Doing like beating it, I don't. I don't think it. It probably won't, but it, it could. Like that's the, yeah. that's the big movie. Guardians is more like I mean within the within like the Marvel fandoms. Like Guardians yeah. has a lot of supporters. It seems like, it's like Marvel the most fans respected. really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's like what they say in the fucking trailer because like we're like oh we're like so like tired of all these fucking characters, but in the Guardians trailer he even says like we've been gone for quite a while um, or whatever at the beginning. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no i mean guardians will probably make a lot i don't i don't know if it's gonna make like that though because like if if ant-man performed that it depends if if guardians is a like good movie by like public opinion you know what i mean because it's like i think i think people shitting on ant-man definitely did not help it it'd be (laughs) cool if it bombed it'd be Um, it would be cool if it bombed yeah i don't think it will but it would be bad rock yeah yeah. I don't think it will. Uh, we'll see. Think. I mean, I was going to say, like, maybe, like, the... James Gunn has Barbie shooters, weekend. apparently, so I don't think it will. James Gunn <laughs> has big shooters. James Gunn <laughs> has some shooters. Yeah. Because he's, I don't know, he's, like, okay. I don't know. He's a pretty good... <laughs> like, he's the weirdest guy um, to have shooters. One of the weirdest guys to have shooters, um, for um, sure. Yeah. 
but yeah the no. only other movies that i could see like being making like a billion dollars would be like uh mission impossible fucking yeah mission impossible would be interesting because because <laughs> the, the it the... won't but it would be badass if dune 2 did it but it won't yeah, yeah. No, it won't but yeah. it would be cool um bedrock <laughs> yeah, yeah. no because because our our next little our next little headline here kind of also has to do with box office stuff um because there was rumors that oppenheimer was going to get pushed back and now it's been confirmed that that is not happening oppenheimer is still still being yeah still being released the same weekend as barbie and like you have to imagine those two i don't think either of those movies are going to make a billion but like maybe no um i mean barbie they're both gonna make a lot of money maybe gonna make Oppenheimer, no, Oppenheimer is going to make way more money than Barbie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they're both. I mean, they're both going to make a lot of money. I, I think that. I think that it's smart for them not to push it back, but I also think people are fucking crazy for getting angry at them pushing it back. Um, that that, yeah. that idea. They, the internet, the internet like freaked out for a good. There was way time. too um, much emphasis on this Barbie versus Oppenheimer movie. Yeah, like, it's a weird thing. It's like thing. just watch both of the movies. Like I, I mean, um, I see yeah. two movies. In well, it's just because every it's, it's been like <laughs> a meme for like two years, basically. Like it's yeah. like Barbie, fucking whatever. Yeah, um, just, but the streets are crazy. saying that Christopher Nolan is trying to duck. Barbie, so we'll see about that. <laughs> well, it's that's so sweet. Um, no, Oppenheimer's yeah. gonna do really good. So Barbie's also gonna do really good. Um, but I just yeah. think it's like I just hope they're both good movies. It, it doesn't make sense for them to push it back totally because it's like yeah. dif- they're different demographics totally, yeah. which is also yeah. annoying because it's like that's what. But also like people online are trying to pretend like everybody or everybody's trying to pretend like they're all everyone's excited for barbie though i think you know yeah it's even like i'm not pretending gonna be like, i am excited i know i know, I know. but but even <laughs> like there's so many film bros that are like oh barbie sweep or whatever yeah or like, and it's like they're you know? yeah obviously they're they're just like being annoying they're uh, jokesters yeah. they're not like jokesters. the overlap the overlap is literally like people who are like big movie people you know what i mean like if you're a big yeah. movie person then like you and you care about like both of these directors then like yeah that that's the overlap that like you want to see both of them but like but for you i don't know all of your time on film twitter you would be under the impression that people that you'd be under the impression that nobody is going to watch Oppenheimer opening night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's going to make yeah, like yeah, a yeah. ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I just, it's 10 billion. It's going to make money. Yeah. I just think it's one of those things. Yeah. That it's, like, it's so, it's so weird. That's just like, um, I mean, I get it because they're two big movies coming out the same weekend, but it's like, you know, like every, uh, like uh, you get excited about two, two good movies coming out on the same weekend. Like always I do at least like even this coming weekend, like, the like I'm, exorcist I'm, and, um... <laughs> okay. No, like even this coming weekend, I'm excited for, and, for the and, new Evil Dead and I was afraid. And it's like, yeah, I hope they're both good. Afraid. Yeah, I hope yeah, they're both good movies, and then I'll have fun watching both of them. Like, who can, like, who cares? <laughs> weren't talking about the Evil Dead. Bo's afraid off. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Afraid off. Yeah. Well, because it's not funny. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's the contrast between <laughs> the two movies. It's not funny. Um, um, but yeah, what well, it, it's whatever. Um, yeah, I think as more time goes on, I'm less excited for Barbie, more excited for Oppenheimer. Me too. I, I, I the exact same. Yeah, my, I'm the exact same. Oh, it's tough for me. I don't. I, I can't even not, really tell which one I'm more excited for. I'm not overly excited about either, to be honest. I think I'm pretty I overly like, excited for both of them. Well, here's my thing. I'm just thinking about it, and it's like I'll probably just like Oppenheimer more. You know, <laughs> like um, that's yeah. Just I'll probably like, like Oppenheimer is like good. More. It'll be like three and a half Oppenheimer. Well, because also, like, I think Christopher Nolan (laughs) in his, his, like, late style, like, I think he's experiencing late style Yeah, shout out Tenet, man. Yeah, where it's, like, like, Tenet, I think, was the first movie in, like, this new era of Chris Nolan. Yeah, Oppenheimer might be a banger, to be honest. That might be it. 
It might be the movie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very excited for both, but it's for like. Here's the thing: Tenet didn't even make that much money, but it's like it's Christopher Nolan, and he you just can't lose him. So yeah, you just can't also tell him no. Tenet came out in like the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tenet was like a pandemic movie for sure. I don't know. I I'm I'm excited for Oppenheimer because Killian Murphy, of course. So that that's what that's what's like where the hype's at for me. But I'm I'm actually like really excited for both of these. So I don't know. Well, we'll see. Okay. Next thing. Um, this is like a small one, but I had to include it just because this one, like, I, I don't know why this bothers me so much, but it does. HBO Max rebranding and renaming the service to just Max, Max. I think is the most, I, I just, I hate it. <laughs> like, like, I just really don't like it. Um, because it seems oh. like they're like whole thing, like, it, like the way that they talked about it was just that they like, don't want to be like, connect, like they don't want like the HBO name being carried with it. Like they want to be like their own like streaming thing. And I'm like, why would you not want this like like the you know the the gold standard for like the past 20 years of television associated with your streaming service <laughs> like it's like HBO is has been widely like recognized as the as like peak television for the last 20 years like the the greatest shows in history like the sopranos the wire and the greatest shows still coming out today are hbo shows and it's like yeah. why would you not want that connected to the street it just doesn't make any sense to me and then max is just like a, a silly like rebrand like it's just a person's name like it's just like just <laughs> yeah, max, max. <laughs> like i don't know i just I, it really bothers me i don't know if you guys have strong feelings about it but i just like i, I saw that i think like it's actually I think an underrated thing that people aren't talking about enough is how they're changing the name and the color so it's turning to blue instead of purple yeah i don't like the blue, blue either which like is also either. dumb because like i feel like everything is blue like you have disney is, is blue. blue prime is blue Paramount um, yeah. blue. The, yeah the purple yeah. stood out like it was i it, it was honestly like the way that hbo max kind of ran was pretty much perfect like you obviously could have like gotten better but it was like there was no reason yeah. to mix everything up um it, I just kind of thought about this right now, but I know that um, David over there at, um, at Warner Brothers is not big on the service. Um, <laughs> like, I know, like he said before, like, no, well, we want our movies. Like, it's like, I don't know. It just feels like they're trying to just like separate each other from things. And it feels weird. It feels yeah. like there's something he, behind. It's like. I don't know if it's the CEO of Warner Brothers, but it's one of those people, like whoever's in charge of the HBO Max yeah. specifically or like Max now. Yeah he's like on the record he does not like prestige tv he doesn't like prestige tv he doesn't think prestige tv makes money he yeah. is really but, into those discovery plus stuff that discovery plus stuff like yeah my you know ten thousand pound <laughs> life and shit like that he yeah, thinks like, that is like the future of tv he thinks that stuff makes money he's like he does yeah. he doesn't see the vision for shit like the last of us or fucking succession yeah and it's like, like just just like <laughs> listen I, I, like that's yeah no, it's, 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 just it's, listen to people dude this like it's whole... like this whole thing feels very tone deaf. Um, yeah. And kind of like confused. <laughs> like it's like I saw somebody break it down and say that like one of the things that they were talk talking about when they were rebranding was how like the difference between HBO Max and Discovery Plus is like on HBO Max, like 90% of users click um like open the app and immediately click something from the homepage and didn't explore at all. Whereas um 90 of users for discovery would like search around and go to all the different tabs and stuff so they try want to change hbo max to make it more like discovery so that people like when they click in they have to like search around and, like look for stuff but it's like they took that as like not thinking like oh like they're showing them exactly what they want to see immediately and it's being yeah. really efficient <clears throat> and more so it's like oh like people aren't interested in looking yeah, it just like things. makes it like a hassle yeah you know? it's like no people yeah. are interested they're just they just know what's on hbo already well, i like, think like, yeah oh, i think hbo does a good job of like 
HBO just good, does a good job of like having their good stuff up front. Like it's like yeah. anti Tubi in the way where you don't have to look for like the goods. Like it's just there. Um, yeah. And for most yeah. people that use HBO Max, they're probably just like watching a TV show. So like they click in and like, oh, here's the TV yeah. show you were watching. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, like I, I wish like these stream because I've always defended HBO Max as my favorite streamer. And it's just like yeah. it comes down to like I like obviously you can make like all these changes or whatever. But like at the end of the day, like I don't really care what streaming services do to like make themselves stand out and be better it's like the the one thing that stands out to me is if the content's good or not and it's yeah. like hbo has always had quality in my opinion like there's always been stuff to watch on hbo and it's like netflix consistently producing these like awful originals i'm like yeah i lose <laughs> i lose more and more interest in netflix as time yeah, passes i don't i don't think i've used it. netflix in like a year yeah. i um uh, i think i just watched there's... on netflix there's yeah, no, different... I watch like I watch shows, but I'm saying like they they make so many original movies yeah. and like ninety percent of these suck. And it's like HBO, yeah. like HBO knows what they're doing content wise. Like they keep it's putting out of... good show after good show. Like just do a that. Wider <laughs> conversation to have a little bit even because like with Netflix, they did they did that thing where they spent so much money for a couple of years and like not throwing money, but they like they really gave a lot of these kind of interesting auteurs. Like these pretty interesting auteurs, yeah. like all, like the fucking bag, and let them make whatever the fuck they wanted. And they were like, "Hey, like net," and they were like, "Netflix is the place for fucking movies." Like Netflix films is like a thing, and then it just like and you know they like they they financed the Irishman, like Martin Scorsese's stream project. They financed um, Marriage Story, and then White Noise, fucking expensive yeah. Noah Baumbach movies. They financed yeah. Roma. Um, Roma, Roma, yeah, Roma, really expensive movie. Uh, Bardo, really expensive movie. Um, like all these like yeah. kind of like. All these like really yeah. autorist films and what they realized after spending like you know the last five six years doing that and like spending a lot of money on these fucking movies from these like well-known like established respect industry respected directors they realized two things it doesn't matter what they're gonna do they're never gonna win an oscar for some reason they're never gonna win <laughs> yeah. an oscar it's just like it doesn't matter what fucking movie they put out they're not gonna win an oscar and it also nobody cares they're not making money <laughs> they're not making yeah. like their return on investment is low so they stopped like white noise was like the last movie in this yeah. and now it's like people think that they're just not going to make any more of these fucking autorist films on netflix um yeah it's like, fucking expensive but it's like they don't listen you know like netflix <laughs> like that's what i'm saying like the, i mean that's like a lot of streaming services but it's like even like the password sharing thing it's like dude like just like sharing yeah, they, cool. they had to get like, bullied, like, they had to get oh, bullied off the change that bag like, i know that's what i'm saying but it's like but the the bullying like thankfully they actually you know fucking listen to the bullying but it's like dude like people like, like, <laughs> no, yeah <laughs> no but it's like like people are going to not like like the more they make these decisions it's like people lose interest dude like nobody wants yeah. to, nobody wants to like for my be... parents i think that the only streaming services that like my parents are will like not going to cancel anytime soon like will not cancel mm -hmm. Peacock, because okay. they have Law and Order SVU, and Paramount <laughs> Plus. Those are the two Plus. that I think are okay. locked down for. Those are like very, those are like very yeah, like cable TV oriented too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those and are Paramount like like a lot of cable shows. They have Yellowstone, right? So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like SVU and Yellowstone. So those are the only yeah. two shows that are fucking safe. Yeah, shout out Kevin Costner. I'm I'm named after him, so. <laughs> Yeah, um, but you know what I mean because that's but that's how like my parents are thinking it's like oh where do we watch the stuff that we want to watch and it's yeah. like oh these two streaming services like yeah we don't really need anything else like they have it <laughs> but it's like you know it's like those are like HBO Max Netflix those are gonna be the first on the fucking chopping block for them like yeah, yeah. well yeah. with HBO we're talking back to HBO Max it's like a lot of people when they talk about like oh this is where we want to like we want people to search and stuff like that it's uh, some people you know 
I, you know, people will hop on a streaming service and just like kind of search for things. But for me, it's really like, I kind of know, like, especially with like Letterboxd Patreon and stuff like that. And you're just kind of looking for movies. You're not really just like surfing the, the streaming service. Yeah. It's just very easy for me. Like, I'll never just go on the streaming service and look for stuff. It's more of like, this is on there. Go there. Watch it. It's it's it, the rest of it does not really matter to yeah. me. So as I long as know, it, I do know a lot of people who surf. Yeah, no, like I definitely friends, know a lot of a lot of, like a lot of people, especially people who are not as into like stuff and are just like looking for something to watch. That's how it will operate. So it makes sense. But for me, it's just like as long as the streaming service keeps good stuff on their platform. I'll be there. That's yeah. why I just don't use Netflix because a lot of it is it's just so much bad shit. There's, there's like three good movies on Netflix. Um, so they can change the name. It, it can look stupid. Um, there can be freaking ads everywhere. I don't care. As long as there's yeah. good movies and I can watch them. Especially <laughs> yeah. with HBO Max, there's no ads in the actual, like the film, uh, which perfect. Yeah. That's just all I need. I need to but get they are, there. Do they, do they not also say that they're are they adding that are they adding i think they're i think okay, they're adding well, separate they're adding separate shout out hbo max yeah, you suck like <laughs> you're the worst <laughs> yeah i think you mean here, i think like, you mean max a... oh fuck max <laughs> <laughs> no for, for max um, right yeah they're gonna have different like hulu it's like it's like get yeah max no that's that's the issue with hulu that's the issue with hulu it's like I don't want to watch these ads. Yeah, but it's like I don't want to pay the extra two dollars to get rid of exactly. them. Exactly. So watching them. It's, I think I think Tubi Hulu ads act- suck because they're long. Like Tubi. Lengthy. That's the thing. That's the thing with Tubi. Tubi. I watched. I watched the movie. I watched. We were talking about earlier. I watched Obsession on like Crackle or something. Those yeah. that sucks because Crackle and Tubi are like the same thing basically, yeah. but Crackle has like five minute ads. Um, yeah, it's like the nice Tubi, thing. The, the Tubi, Tubi has like, so a, like a the thirty second little ad break. Perfect. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, you're gonna you have give me ads, just give me a quick like. It's like three minutes spread out in the whole movie. Like it's thirty yeah. seconds, bang, bang, bang. Perfect. I it's like I want to say like blink my eyes and it's gone. If you're gonna give me that five minute bullshit, I'm not being there. I'm not gonna watch a movie with like a five minute break. <laughs> like yeah. it's like it's like so, it's like a big like moment and then all of a sudden five minute like watching yeah. like ad. Like it's horrible. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit extreme. Yeah, Tubi's uh, pretty like, good. I will say though, I don't think Tubi is sustainable. I don't think Tubi is making enough money to be able. To yeah, with it being free and just having we're ads. Tubi, yeah. We're in the yeah. Tubi era right now. This is like prime Tubi and will not last. But we, it's, they have like the Matrix last. and like crazy shit on there. <laughs> like it's like yeah. Tubi, the Tubi twenty twenty three, whatever this era it is, is is prime time. Like if you haven't checked, I know I like. I mentioned like someone made a video. Yeah, a nice little package. Like, yeah, <laughs> someone made a video on TikTok, which is like top streaming service. And I, I mentioned Tubi, and like I haven't even checked out Tubi. I'm like, right now, Tubi is like the place to be because their collection is just kind of insane because they just have like anything. Like, there's there's the most random stuff will just be on Tubi. Um, yeah. and we're talking about like those critically acclaimed stuff, and there's also just like random B movies from like the '80s that no one's seen. Yeah, there's a lot of so stuff. like if you want to watch more like. I'm just gonna say obscure things, just random stuff that could be good, or you want to go a little garbage dumping. Uh, that's actually like interesting. Like it's not like this shitty Netflix originals. It's just like fun like movies. Um, I think Tubi has a great large collection that, while maybe not sustainable forever, um, right now it's really fun. I think Tubi is a a great place. What's a movie you're gonna recommend that's on Tubi right now? (laughs) A movie (laughs) that I recommend on Tubi. Off the top of his head. Yeah. I think American right Werewolf now. in London's on Tubi. I think um, Summer Party Massacre's on Tubi. Um, yeah, I, Tubi. I, uh, yeah, Tubi's <laughs> great. Tubi, um, what did I watch? The Chopping Mall's on Tubi. Um, there's a lot of like random, like silly movies on Tubi. Invaders from Mars oh, is on Tubi. Um, 
the grandmaster by uh Wong Kar Wai <laughs> is on Tubi right now. Yeah, like it's like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of Toby Hooper movies on Tubi. Um it's it's it is it, it's great right now. Yeah. Um, Tubi's the place um, to be. <laughs> let's uh let's let's <laughs> go away from the well actually not even really going away because the next hey, thing i was yeah. going to say is is related to max as well the our, our next, little, next little piece of news is that there are two shows confirmed to be in development for max coming out in the future one of which is a series based on the conjuring universe that's going to continue the story from the films and the other one is this like massive harry potter series that apparently is going to have like one season dedicated to each book and is going to span like 10 years worth of television um we need to take bets right now on the harry potter show okay is it going to happen or not (laughs) it's going to happen here's the thing here's the thing okay there's two bets to make right mm. i think the over under on the series straight up is like 0. 0.5 seasons. seasons over yeah. under 0. 0.5 seasons <laughs> yeah <laughs> like are they gonna are is a is a, the first season um, gonna come out yeah like, you know um, what i i do I, think it will come out i think they have there's so many because the thing is is they said it's like they said it's not starting to like 2025 right um or, or maybe even later i think really? i think 20 i think maybe 2026 even I okay they i haven't um, casted anybody i know we're like they're, 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 they're oh, yeah. just like they're, they're it's like, very they're very early um you said 2026 it's either 2025 or 2026 i believe but yeah. i think if it's 2020 i think the more they it's back i think the less it likely to happen because i do think if like warner brothers is kind of going towards this like um throwing the lash at the wall we're gonna get bought out or something like kind of vibes it's very much like whatever we can do to save ourselves we're gonna do right now yeah um so it feels I like just, i think it's just the roadblocks on the way to get there like there's like a yeah lot it just light. i don't know it feels like the more it's pushed back the less likely it's gonna happen um and then it's like if it happens it's gonna last like a season or two um just because of you know what it is 10 years um, is so lofty it's especially, it's a crazy especially when the movies exist you know what i mean yeah especially that's that's what i'm saying movie. there's there's significant roadblocks because it's like one would people rather just watch the movies two are people going to just like completely be upset at the cast because they don't want to see a different cast in these movies yeah and like three jk rowling's attached to it like yeah. people might not want is like an executive might producer, and also yeah. she's gonna be a writer on the show like she's gonna yeah be exactly it's like are people gonna want to give yeah well i think i think that's the issue well there's a lot of issues i think there's one issue yeah. is like this is like unnecessarily um i think another issue is jk rowling is just attached to it um yeah and another issue is like with the they send out like this little like quick like video like teaser and they're using everything. They're just they're using everything. I, I saw this hilarious TikTok where it was like basically like the, it was like a board meeting kind of silly skit. And it's like, yeah, we're just gonna recast actors and we're going to just use the castle. We're gonna use the songs, we're gonna use the font. Everyone's gonna wear the same robes and, and aesthetically it's just gonna look the same. It's gonna be like we're in a deep, but we're actually and then it was like the TikTok made it even further. It's like we're just gonna CGI deep fake, like the um the, the old movies with these new actors faces and then like add scenes like it's like it's like it's just like they're just like it's like the thing with like rebooting something like i said this one lord of the rings stuff came out is like if you're gonna remake like some stuff that's so iconic you have to just do it completely differently like you just have to yeah. be bold and be like brave and like just like completely redesign and reconstruct what it is because if you're just gonna retread it 
it's just it, like no one's gonna care. like it's gonna be like people some people are gonna watch it. people are gonna watch the thing because it's just harry potter but it's yeah, like of course it's just it's just just you're not gonna can you're never gonna be your own thing because it's just you're redoing it's so it's much in like, the footsteps of the chris old chris columbus um chris columbus did so much fucking heavy lifting in those first two movies yeah. creating like the yeah. visual language for what harry potter is yeah so it's like yeah. it's like because he did that it's just copy it's because it was so yeah. successful you can't change it you just can't change that so and but well, it's, it's, yeah it's also that, like they have like no theme park like, there's like they have theme park rides dedicated to the castle and stuff yeah. like it's like there's just no way they could change it like it's just like the thing is like if you were to remake these films you would have to go in a complete other direction but there's so much of this look embedded in the culture and like these theme park rides and everything that you With actually just can't dollar in investment and in you just can't like, yeah. yeah you just can't yeah. do the you can't go like another way in the aesthetic so you just can't remake them it just doesn't work in the way that um like to make also, something of quality it's such a layup too to do harry potter because they could have just made a sequel like yeah well so that's the thing so i think um the perfect thing would be to make like a marauders movie or a show like with like um harry's parents and stuff like at school and stuff i think that would have been like a prequel sort of like star wars thing um could have been a prequel because of how fucking bad bad the fantastic beast thing so this is it's like i think they're scared of doing something interesting which is like yeah. we're going to do something. Yeah, because that... they tried to do Fantastic Beast, which in concept was kind of interesting because it was like inspired by the book, which is yeah. like, the, like the text. No, in right? concept, I like... think in concept it's interesting with the whole Dumbledore stuff, and I think it it's almost like their face. <laughs> what it feels very much like a worser version of like what Warner Brothers was doing, same company at the uh, DC, where it was like the Fantastic Beast movies aren't good. But it's like it feels like where they were with Zack Snyder, and it was like, all right, people aren't liking this, blow it up. Like it was like we have something in set here, blow it up before we can like actually, you know, it's like there are two movies in, they have this plan, and it's like, oh, people aren't in love with this, scrap it, reboot, do something else. Like it's like we're blowing up before we even get to a place. Yeah, the same thing happened. Um, Did either of you see the most recent Fantastic Beast movie that came out? I actually still haven't um, seen any of so them. So I didn't want to see it in theaters, but I like illegally, quote unquote, um, <laughs> checked it out. I, clutch, I checked it out later when it came out, um, and it's not great. Um, yeah, I haven't watched any of them. I love the Harry Potter movies, and I, I just, think like, Mads Mikkelsen is pretty piece. solid in it. I I just uh, those movies lack. I think what's well, like with Harry Potter, I I don't know. I, I feel like there's so much about Hogwarts that is special to the films, and it's like leaving Hogwarts and just being in like this weird i don't know it i don't it, it feels very detached of like the special kind of quality that like the earlier films had um and they're just yeah. i don't know they're they kind of they lack like interesting like um originality to them uh like i don't know i feel like every harry potter movie has very distinct like this is what happens in this movie where it's like fantastic beast one and two and i think there's, there's two of them right or three of them? Is there three of them? There's three. There's three. There's three. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's three, yeah. So there's like it's like there's three of them, and they all kind of like feel mushy in one. They're just like one big movie where Harry Potter kind of distinctly has like um kind of different you know vibes to yeah. them. Yeah. Where this it just like I don't know it feels very much cash grab. It feels very much like blob of like yeah I don't know yeah. I 
Um, I think another thing with this Harry Potter thing. Sorry, I'm so sorry, Kevin. But I think another thing with no, this Harry okay. Potter thing that is like kind of like we've already seen the writing on the walls for how like this is not going to work because the Amazon Prime tried to do the same fucking thing, not the same yeah. thing, but tried to do something similar with fucking Lord of the Rings, right? Obviously, yeah. it's different because like Lord of the Rings is a prequel, um, so it's not just like yeah. redoing Lord of the Rings. It is a prequel. It's a different story. But they said like there's like they have a five season fucking plan for uh, Rings of Power. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's Do like, people? But how many people the, watch it? Because I feel thing, like a lot of people still watched it. The first season of Rings of Power, it did very well. Like the like the for the first episode of Rings of Power had like one of the highest fucking watches of like any premiere yeah. of like a streaming TV show. But Rings of Power throughout the whole season had one of the lowest finish rates. Yeah, of any, yeah. Of any yeah. It just wasn't. Year. It wasn't successful as a show. They like it was basically I with Rings of Power. I, I didn't. I watched like bits of it. It was like it was because it was the most expensive TV show ever made, right? If you include um, the rights, the acquisition rights for okay. uh, the, they the spent the most money making material. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, it felt like we're gonna spend a lot of money or a big IP, and that's um, that's enough for it to kind of get by. Um, which it just didn't work that way. Um, yeah. spent so much money, and it looks you the, see all the money they spent. It looks expensive. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just weird. But it's the um, thing is like it's it's boring. It's a boring show. I'm gonna say that's I, the, yeah. I, I know that's why I just I like I, it. it's I like the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings is fun. It's just like I don't. That show just never interested me. It just never. There was no interest yeah. in me there. And it's just like, I, I don't even to like know it so much. I don't think I know a single actor in that film, like that the TV show. Uh I no. What's her name? What's her name? Is in it? Um, I don't know her. Girl that plays Galadriel. I don't know her name, but she's good in yeah, it. Yeah, she's, she's like the best actress in it because she's in um more Morfid like Clark. She's in Saint Maud. Yeah, I can see that. I um yeah, I know it's just like it feels weird. I don't know. It's it the, it also comes back to the um the the thing with like with Dungeons and Dragons where it's like fantasy only exists on TV now. Yeah. Um yeah. where like every fantasy thing, like Game of Thrones the Game of Thrones yeah. thing where it's like we only do fantasy on TV. Um yeah. like yeah. Well Game yeah. of Thrones Game probably of Thrones. set. Game of Thrones probably set a precedent that well, yeah. the, the yeah, it's like, be it's really successful like, doing this if well, you actually do yeah. it well. You know, it, it kind of makes sense that fantasy would exist on TV because fantasy books have this reputation for being yeah. really fucking long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like people people who are fans of books want to see it like in detail, which is one yeah. of like the only things that yeah. maybe could work. To I the hate Harry those shows. nerds, man. No, really I, I'm. <laughs> I, think, I think sometimes. I think sometimes it's like I. I, I don't know. I, I. I can sympathize I with I people. Watch that who, I can sympathize with people who want to see like books that they care about turned into something that like is yeah. actually true to the book, which is where like, the limited series thing kind of comes in as like helpful sometimes. I think. But those book um, people will, as long as it's faithful, like it doesn't have to be a good movie. Like it's like yeah, those yeah. People are that's true. Yeah, it's like no, it's like it's, those comic book nerds that like it's like one yeah. of the annoying things about the Zack Snyder stuff from comic book, comic book nerds is people it's, are always like it's not it's not um comic book accurate and it's like okay what? dude who yeah but it's like oh like, do you have action like is there any like it's like it's annoying because it's like there's no critique a lot of time it's like no critique on the actual film itself or the quality of like the filmmaking it's like oh that's not my superman or that's not like it's like i don't know it's just like it's silly like obviously yeah. sure have whatever but it's um it's annoying when you get like something of quality or something bad and it, it's hyped up because it's accurate that's the only like the like only goal, beetle, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The only goal of these these things is to be accurate to the source of material, not like actually good quality on their own. Which I, the 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 more I've kind of, you know, watched stuff and kind of gone to things, 
is like I just really could care less about accuracy. I just want good. I think accuracy is kind of shouldn't be the goal always. I think it's interesting to kind of go away from things. Um, because I, I remember when um with M Knight talking about his Harry Potter, and he was kind of talking about like I was just, I just he had a different vision than everyone else. And I think it would be fun for you have books like Harry Potter and you have stuff like Lord of the Rings. And I know that it's so iconic and embedded in like the culture, but to have different spins yeah. on literature is like, a, is more interesting than just retreading and doing the same thing over and over. And I think you take the book as like this kind of, and I think it can work with a ton of books. And I think like kind of what the M Night did with Knock of the Cabin is you have the book as this kind of template and then you play with it and it becomes your own. I think, I think kind of, Going, like, I know um, it's going to piss off a million people, but I just think doing your own thing and making your own movie out of this kind of, you use the book as like a Bible and you kind yeah. of just go on from there. It's like how, um, uh, what's that movie called with Keanu Reeves and um, River Phoenix? Uh, My Pro and Private Idaho. Idaho, right? My own private Idaho. Yeah. Yeah, that that movie, um, that movie's just a riff on Henry the Fifth. Like it's not like exactly yeah, Henry the yeah. Fifth, but it's just a, it's like it's like it's just like taking the plot structure of Henry the Fifth and kind of mm. like like riffing on that. Um and like yeah. Yeah. there should be more stuff like that in like modern literature, you know? Like Yeah, I think I think that's like I think that's kind of some of the most interesting stuff could be like you take this book and then you kind of just make you riff off of it completely. And I, yeah. I think it's kind of, we talk again, I'm talking about obsession with Brian De Palma. It's just riffing off of vertigo. And I, I, I think it's way more interesting. Cause I, I kind of talked in my, I don't think I said it in my review, but I talked about this with some other people after I watched it, but with the vertigo remake that's coming out, I think it would yeah. be far more interesting for them to do something like obsession where it's like, you take the basic premise and ideas that are in vertigo and you just make a new movie. It's like you could just do that a billion times. The fact that there isn't just a billion Vertigo riffs is like way more interesting than just remaking it. Unless you're gonna do the yeah. Van Sant Psycho thing, then just riff it. Just like I don't know. It's like you could either I, you could either do like I don't know. It's speaking of Vertigo, I'm gonna transition <laughs> this into another news topic that I don't think we wrote down, but I'm gonna it'll be quick. Did either okay. of you? Uh, did either of you see the trailer for the new Park Chan Wook movie starring um, I did Robert? Not. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert. 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 Fam famous. Iron famous Man. Robert. What's Iron Man's name? Oh, Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. I know. I didn't see the trailer. Okay. I didn't know that. But no, yeah, neither of you fucking knew what I was talking about at all. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I saw a still okay. of Robert Downey Jr., but I don't think I saw. I didn't know a trailer was out. Yeah. Yeah. Luke's new movie is going to be Robert Downey Jr. playing like five different characters or something. Interesting. Um, yeah. And the trailer is like a table of Robert Downey Jr. talking to each other. Oh, I think. Yeah, like. <laughs> oh, maybe I did see something. That about sounds this. like. I don't hell. think I watched the trailer, <laughs> but, um, yeah. but I feel like I saw a tweet about it because I feel like I saw somebody tweeting something about Robert Downey. Yeah, Jr. I think I, I saw like a tweet or like a still of Robert Downey Jr. But I didn't know. I didn't see a lot about it. Park Chan Wook, who one of our most important living filmmakers. I think this is his new movie. Yeah, sure. um, yeah, yeah interesting. Like, I. Yeah. Well, I, Robert Downey Jr. seems to be getting back into things. Well, because um, you know, for better did, or for worse, um, there was that um, documentary. One of the, it was one of the best uh, documentaries of last year's senior uh, sympathizers. Uh, oh yeah, called? senior with um yeah. I mean, he About got his Marvel that. bag and he kind of took a break. Yeah. Um, and now, like, yeah, I think I mean, he's getting like back into stuff. But oh, it's it's an HBO series, not a movie. Oh. 
It's a Park it's Chan so Jover. <laughs> it's yeah, so Jover. It's so Jover. Sympathizer, the Sympathizer, <laughs> Park Chan Wooks HBO series. Oh, it's a Max series. I didn't realize this. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was a movie. I didn't realize it was a fucking show. Okay, that's interesting. Um, what is with yeah, these fucking amazing directors? So that that could yeah that goes <laughs> that goes along with the the other two series that we were talking about. Then yeah, Max has a lot of a lot of stuff confirmed. Like Shout I have Max. to wedding. Uh, the <laughs> the last thing I want to say about the Harry Potter stuff, or, or not thing that I want to say, but I guess just like question is like, if it does get made, are you guys going to watch it? No, fuck no. <laughs> what the fuck? Probably okay, not. so I'm, I'm gonna be the only I, one watching it. Okay. I mean, I might. I don't know. It depends on. There's a lot of things that it depends on. I think with the, it's just like. I don't think. I, I think. It, I think if I do watch it, it's gonna be like I'm gonna see the first episode, and then if I don't like it. Yeah. I'm, no. I'm I mean, I'm not gonna it. like. Is if it, if I don't care for it, I'm not gonna like just watch it to watch it. Yeah. Because that's all like. I think casting will be interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. I just. I don't know. Edra Kuhu well, is helming it. It's just. Part of it too- there's no way it's gonna be that great. Either. That's what I'm because saying. That's what I'm, yeah, I don't. I don't using, think so. They're using Chris Columbus's kind of established, um, like visual language for how we understand Harry Potter. Like Chris Columbus taught us how to watch a Harry Potter movie yeah. with the first two movies, yeah. right? And now it's like we're gonna go back and see them as little kids doing silly little stuff, but yeah. it's not gonna be in Chris Columbus's style. It's gonna be in some yeah. like really sleek, clean premiere prestige TV style. It's like it's just gonna be worse. Like, I don't yeah, even love yeah. the Chris Columbus Harry Potter movies, but it's, like, like those movies work because it's, like, they're kind of silly, like, like they're, like, silly serious, right? And he, like, balances that yeah. well. I don't know. Like. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I think it's just, like, one of those things where it's, like, I'm just always going to, like, no matter, I'd imagine, no matter what happens in the TV show, there's no way I'm going to like it more than the movie. So it is kind of just, like, pointless. But, um, but I don't know. I, I still yeah, feel like no. I'm going to end up checking I don't it. know. I think, I think the... Ugh. It's like I. It's also. It feels. I, I, I don't know. I don't. Warner Brothers is such a. Warner Brothers has been a mess forever. It feels like. Um, I don't. I just with the with the DC stuff that's coming out. That's gonna be a mess. It just feels like we're in a really bad time for Warner Brothers. <laughs> or you know, Max. You know, shout out. Yeah. Shout out. I don't know, <laughs> out, I don't know okay. what's going on. I don't. Well, we'll we'll finish with our with our last little piece of uh, piece of news here before we wrap up, which is that the oh <laughs> okay, um, we're just gonna <laughs> just don't don't worry if you're listening yeah, on yeah, audio, yeah. don't don't worry, don't worry about, don't worry it, about that. Just a little just a little hiccup. Um, anyway, <laughs> last little last little piece of news here is that the James Bond casting director said that younger actors have lacked the gravitas 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 i feel like it's gravitas gravitas and mental capacity to play 007 um which i think is interesting because when i read this i thought they meant like like younger um like when they said younger actors they meant like people in their 30s but Apparently that's not what they were referring to because when I clicked the article and read their like complete comment, they said that they wanted somebody in their 30s. So I think what they mean is that they just wouldn't cast somebody in their 20s to play James Bond, which is like, yeah, I'm like, that's not even, I I thought that was James Bond at that point. It seemed like a more controversial headline than I thought people in their 30s though. I think they're still looking for people in their 30s, but I think that they're, it's more like the casting directors are like annoyed. No, but in, but I don't know when I when I was reading the full like their full like thing they talked about how they want somebody to follow in the next James Bond they want somebody to follow the same path 
that Daniel Craig did, and his first movie Daniel was when Craig, he was in his thirties. He was thirty-eight um, when he. No, I think he was younger than that. I think he was younger than that. He was old as shit in Casino Royale. Dude. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna try to dig on this one. Uh, he is fifty-five now. The first one came out what eighteen years ago. Okay, so yeah, maybe you're right, thirty-seven. But still, that's like, are, are you really gonna like? Are you really gonna watch? A movie and tell the difference between a 33 year old and a 37 year old i want them yeah. to make a silly james bond give me silly bond uh, <laughs> i think i like the serious uh, i like serious bond serious is overplayed and everything i think spy <laughs> movies are good i think that the that the family over there with james bond i think that they're lost and confused a little bit i think that they're yeah, days and confused um here's the thing it's like it's one of those things where it's like daniel craig was james bond and i think that now they don't know uh where to go because they had him for 20 years as james bond and he would just like and it's like i don't know and it was like messy and i don't know i don't know i think they just don't know what to do i think i don't think they know what to do yeah um, but i just think it's kind of like less of a headline than i thought it was because it's like yeah i mean i wouldn't expect somebody in their 20s to get cast as james bond anyway so i don't yeah, it's it's whatever shout out <laughs> tom holland like I, I i guess they yeah i guess they brought it up because of people like that like tom holland and like timothy chalamet like which is like names floating around that nobody like timothy nobody, nobody is expecting <laughs> these people to play james bond so um so it is just kind of a nothing headline i guess yeah. um but yeah, okay. We can uh, we can wrap up there on the episode. You can let us know what you thought about the Pope's Exorcist. Uh, be sure once again to follow us on Twitter and join us next week for episode seventeen. We're going to be talking about the two movies that we mentioned before: Bo's Afraid and Evil Dead Rise. So we'll see you next week.